In a world of blockbuster movies, there is another dimension. The dimension of schlock cinema. Join us at Beautiful Disasters on a journey into the fringe territory of B-movie abandon. We review the flicks that are forgotten or underappreciated to give them a proper place in the annals of celluloid history. I'm the Groots. F.U. Hunter. Your guides at Beautiful Disasters. Come along with us for a fun ride. May, May the, the schlock be with you. expressed on Geek Father are those of the panelists and not those of the Geeks Under the Influence Network, their affiliates, or sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. This is for the parents and not for the kiddies. Geek Fire! Can you try one more time? Say no. Geek Father real loud. Geek Fire way out! And welcome back. That's right, guys. If you're hearing the sultry voice of yours truly, you are back with the Geek Fathers. Bringing all the trials and tribulations of being a geeky parent right to your front door, in your face, very figuratively. Mm -hmm. And, of course, I am Scotty P. uh, Trying to bring this this crazy train into town, but my cohort, co-host, partner in crime... Mr. Kyle Smash with me as always. What's going on? What's happening? All up in your ear hole. All up. We're in a hole for sure. In your ear can, canal. 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 We're in a canal. Uh, the, oh, the, I'm all up in your that canals. Make, that canals make it more romantic. Yeah, straight into your brain. Ooh. Ooh. So guys, welcome back. We've got a new episode where fortunately we're back. And unfortunately, by the time you are hearing this episode, the Halloween season will be over. Mm-hmm, sadly. Mm. Never in our hearts. Never in our hearts. So we will keep the spookiness alive all year round whenever possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, So again, by the time you're hearing this, hopefully everybody's had a great Halloween time, mm-hmm. some good trick-or-treating, some good scary fun, whatever, what it, if it was just a party, some great costumes, to hopefully, of course, the kids had a great time as well. You, you know, know. Us, you know, I heard a great... Uh, I heard it, it was somewhere in the background on the TV, and it was uh, it was an episode of something during Halloween. And it was an inspirational moment, I guess. It was your, it was oh. your, you know, it was your, it was your sitcom moment, I guess, like that. Ooh, and you okay. hear it, yeah. So you, we're about to have an '80s sitcom dad moment. Well, you have, the, yeah. Well, you have the, um, the narrator uh, of the story, um, essentially, uh, you know, say in the background that you know why I love Halloween so much because it was the only time of year I didn't have to be me, and I was like, and I just caught my ear, and I was like. Damn, if that's not fucking true. And I bet, right? I bet you a lot, and not, maybe not young, young kids, but unless they've gone through something or that they, they feel that way. Right, right. Um, you know, but especially as you get to like the older, you know, double digits, you know, pre-teens, the teens, that sort of yeah, thing. Yeah. Like, I, I totally, I, I never really thought of it through that lens. I just enjoyed it because I enjoyed it. But I never really under try to break down why I enjoyed it, but I heard that out of the corner of my ear and I was like, yeah, that's about, I mean, it is not that I hate, you know, not, it's not about hating yourself or not, but you know, everybody at some point, you know, is not a fan of themselves. Of course. Yeah. Uh, And when they're being honest with themselves for, for a positive change, but that was just like such a cool, you know, and it was saying it to, you know, it was one older kid saying it to a few other kids, 
You know, yeah. that it's all right. Have a good time. If it's the only, it's the one time a year you don't have to be you, and if that's what you want, then that's what you're going to do. Get. It, man. That's, anyways, yeah, that's, that's <clears throat> anyways. So that was that's, a, no, that's that's awesome. Because that's a cool you, sentiment. Well, I think about what the kids are dressing up as, and it's just like that's that's it's an escape for them. Well, I'm sure, and, and that's I'm sure, part of why we love Halloween, you yeah. know. And I'm sure people could say, you know, like, well, you know, they need to be taught that it's okay to be them. Yeah, absolutely. But right. just because you're teaching them that doesn't always mean that that's how they feel all the time. And sometimes they need things like that, you know? Yeah, they have to step out of their own realm, they put, do something else, regardless of being permanent or not. They put, them, put themselves just, into something yeah. where they can become something else for a little while. It's okay. Even if it's just your imagination. George Carlin yeah. said, you know, you'd punishment on a kid, he'd have him sit in a room and just stare into the fucking distance for two hours and just imagine. Or stare out yes. the window, you know what I mean? So, anyways, yeah, it, I miss those moments being able to just use imagination and yeah, just stare into the void for a little while. Usually now, when I'm staring into the void, it's like Ugh, work, mm-hmm. Ugh, something else, Ugh. and I'm just zoning out because it's the only chance I get to zone out and try to relax. Yeah, so imagination's important. It's important to uh, it's it's important to. To really try to live within your imagination, even if it's just for a little while. Not yeah. not all the time. That's because you, you probably need to live in reality. You know. Sure. Yeah. I mean, there's every you, now and then. But keep your feet on the ground while you're keeping your head in the clouds, type thing. Sure. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. And one eye on your watch. You know. Well, yeah. She always know so. what time it is. Yeah. Or or you just <clears throat> ask Alexa. That's being a know. parent. Yeah. Yeah. You just ask Alexa. She knows. <laughs> I don't know. Fucking Alexa. <laughs> I know, right? I think she, she can parent my kids. Actually, well, I saw... Uh, wait, wait, wait. You're about to turn some tables here. So I saw, oh, we're turning some tables. Okay, Just, wait, okay. wait, wait. But it's along the same lines. I saw... Uh, it's it's one of those, like... It, I, it was a video. I, I'm going to Instagram, TikTok, whatever. But it's all the fucking same. Anyways. Sure. It was just a video, and the kids... I, the kid had an accent, but it was a younger kid. Maybe like five or six. Mm-hmm. Talking into Alexa, it's hard to understand what the kid's asking for. Uh, but as Alexa responds, it's just like you know, uh, porn store or porn something. Oh, isn't that the one with like the kid is like it's like a and Scottish like, accent yeah, or something? And it's and like it's... And, and Alexa's just like dildo, you know, and just like this and right. like fuck, you know. They're trying to. I I've, I've never been in that extreme of a moment, but no, there have no. been moments where something like. Has but Alexis put on, and we're like, no, diving to turn it off while we're not kid like, like my kids in the yeah. other room. Yeah, no, 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 no. It was just, yeah. it was just like a moment where I was like, yeah, every parent's had that moment. If it wasn't Absolutely. Alexa, it was something else. Oh, for sure. I mean, there's also, I, we'll we'll just see more common now with with availability of technology. Well, back in the day, it was but. just listening to your parents on the phone. It was probably. <laughs> You know, oh, they're sure, talking yeah. to their friends in the kitchen. T- saying a random word or phrase, totally out of context, but it's, you know. I just got a lot of curse words. Shit I didn't understand. Oh, yeah. That's where I learned how to curse. Oh, yeah. Well, every kid learns how to curse. You don't know, you're not using the curse words properly, but you know how to curse. Yeah. And you just know that it's just like, shit. Fuck. Wait. Fuck and shit seems to be innate. Just yes. with within us, it's yes. part of it's part of our our, our learned uh, knowledge within our DNA. Now, did, did I ever tell you the story about uh, my youngest at the beginning of the school year? Just to show you how weird how, how weird kids can be. Not only as friends, they're friends. They yeah. hang out, they chill, they do stuff. But how kids can be with each other and talking about cursing. One day, my youngest comes home pissed as hell. He's mad. He's like, oh, my friend. 
He kept doing this. He did this with my lunch bag. He kept doing this. I'm like, well, did you, you know, did you talk with the teacher? Did you try to talk to him? Like, ask him why? Blah, blah, Yeah, and we did this. And, but, he, but he just kept making me mad. And he looked at me and goes, and then he called me a fucker. Yep. <laughs> I was like. You did? What, what, did <laughs> That's a okay, great story. Okay. And, and because the worst part about that, whether me as a parent or just really trying to understand the situation. I did have him repeat it a few times because I'm like, I want to make sure. First off, I hear you correctly. You want to make sure. Second off. You want to make sure that that shit fucking sticks. Right. And just to hear my youngest with the octave that he already speaks in. Yeah. It's pretty fucking funny. He Well, and just the way he like would lean in at me, like all like, then he called me a fucker. And it's just, you know, I put way more of a country accent on it there, but, um... And, like, how can you be, how can you, in any parent in that situation, be mad? You, you've asked yeah. the kid what they said. The kid's telling you what they said. Right. I, no, and, and, and it's, and it you is know? definitely one of those things where part of the, the, the discussion afterwards was like, okay, I know I asked you to repeat it. That is not a word, you know, a name that we call people or use, but it, you're not in trouble for saying, you know... You find that balance, but in the back of my head, I'm sitting there going, God, this is freaking hilarious. <laughs> this is the funniest shit I've heard all day. I've been and, meaning to ask, how's, how's little Michael Myers? Oh, he so ready. So ready. Uh, I mean. Now, is he, I, re- is he ready for mass killing yeah. to absorb all of the evil in the world and become stronger? Uh, uh, or is he just well, ready for try- some candy? Are you, are you trying to just get phil- philosophy? Phil- are you trying to wax yeah, philo- a, philosophy? A, a federal federal <laughs> philosophy. I'm not even drunk. This is bad. Um, trying to get ph- philosophical like Halloween ends is really my original point to that, but I ruined so it. So ex- existential. I don't even. <laughs> Just don't even. No, Big words apparently are not my friends at this <laughs> moment. They're usually not anyways, but... Usually yes. I can articulate myself a little bit better. Yes. Yeah. A little like the transference of evil. Pronunciation yeah, pronounce. of you being a dick. Yes. So. <laughs> but yes, he is. he's ready to go on a, a slashing spree. Because again, as you hear this, it will be after Halloween. But we are recording pre-Halloween. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as one thing, as a proud parent, I shall say, is that my youngest will be Michael Myers. For Halloween, and he is—I I prefer to stick with OG Halloween. Is, that he is going to do the perfect personification mm-hmm. of Michael Myers. It's pretty method. They, they, what, it's pretty he, fucking method. I'm gonna tell you. Videos. I've he, seen he, the videos. He yeah. has the walk he's down. He—he's all about it. Oh. He knows what to do. So I'm—I'm wow. I'm pretty pumped. Good. I'm pumped. <laughs> I, mean, I can see it. If anyone listening, you can't see his face right now, but he really is. He's super excited for this. Absolutely. It's going to be great. He's like, woohoo. Yeah. This is great. Yeah. And, and what scares me is that my oldest says he wants to be an FBI agent, of all things. FBI. All right. I mean. Sure. Yeah. If you're going to be something you don't want to be, cool. Because I don't want the feds knocking on my door. Oh, it'd be fine. Don't let the cats out or the cops in. You yeah, know what well. I mean? <laughs> yeah. You just don't, don't even some, have a reply to that. That one, is some. That is. That. That. That is some south, like this, you know, South mentality. Well, that, that's actually that's a city sign. That's mentality. A sign, that's a sign we have on our door, sir. Is it really? Absolutely. Fair enough. 
I mean, what like, but what if like you need the cops to come in? What do you do then? When they are invited or by absolute need be, sure. Okay. Fair enough. You caught me off guard with that. I had to process that. I'm processing slow yeah. tonight, but I, I, I'm, I'm there. You're processing slow, and I'm just, like, speaking with a slur like yeah. I've had, like, six beers already. Speaking like uh, Jim Carrey from Cable Boy. Uh, cable cable C- Guy. Cable Guy. Ca- cable, cable Boy. Wait, are you, you're mixing up Cable Guy and Water Boy or something yes. here? Yep. It's that <laughs> goddamn porn again. <laughs> the devil's gotten into yeah. you. The Cable Boy. He's laying down some the, fiber optics. <laughs> Some fiber in your no, optics. No, no. <laughs> All right. Mm. All right. Anyways, well. Back to So, yes, we, we are expecting parenting. fun Halloween times. The, the kids are going to have a blast. Uh, costumes and all. Speaking so. of Halloween, the last time we, on, on the last uh, episode, we, we, hadn't, we had not seen it yet. And we have both now caught up and, yes. and watched Halloween, Halloween ends. ends. And I think... It's only um, fair to dedicate some time to talking about what we watched, and I, and, sure. and you're going to get it. There's a lot of there's a lot of podcasts out there that are probably talking about from it. the mouths of madness, from the mouth. They've had their episode. the horror aspect. Well, I, I'm gonna. I don't know what I watched. I know, and I've heard this before, and I definitely believe it. It wasn't Halloween, but it was Halloween, but it kind of wasn't. And and yeah. that's where I lie. Is like I don't know what happened, and I don't know why they went the direction they did. But they relied heavily on the transference of evil, who apparently uh, a seemingly evil act, right? Uh, is how they sort of kick it off, or how evil even empowers you. All right, so to, to some degree, I'm going to give them a breakdown. So this is a spoiler alert. So if you've not seen Halloween Ends, then it's- Skip over at least 10 minutes and we'll see where we're at. I'm going to give you time. Okay? Get the fuck out of here. All right. Goodbye. All right. All right. Done. I think they're gone. So we're going to start. Essentially, the movie starts with a a kid of obviously a rich family uh, being watched by an older uh, babysitter, uh, which I think the character's name in the story is Corey. Uh, We don't even need all that. We don't even need all that. So this is the way it starts, right? So Corey's watching this kid. This kid's being a dick. You know, he's a preteen boy. He's being kind of a dick. He's running all over the house, making noises, like trying to fuck with Corey, the babysitter. Gets him to the top of the house, which is it's a big house, like three or four stories. Locks him in the attic. And Corey, the babysitter, obviously has issues with confined spaces and being locked in. So... As the kid's taunting him on the other side, the parents walk into the door from their date, and the kid is continuously taunting him, and he tells him, you know, let me out, and he kicks he kicks on the door to get out because he's freaking out, and the kid gets knocked over the railing and falls like, you know, I three guess stories. essentially three stories, and dies. And oh, and as he is kicking the door, he says, whatever the little kid's name, he says, I'm going to kill you, and the parents hear that. Yes. So that that's a big thing to know what what's happening. Yeah, that was just yeah, bad time. Now we're not going to go through around. the whole movie, but but it's good to know where because the beginning of this is that sets the whole tone. Well, it sets the tone, and it even is at this point for being the third movie in this run of movies. It's it's a background to you. You got to have a start from somewhere, and that's where it's it's kind of a not a weird start, but it's, it definitely is already like. 
it's off kilter from what a Halloween movie should be. Absolutely. I mean, the tone, so, you, it completely throws you off. So just to list, just give you a little breakdown, to fast forward, this is four years later from Halloween Kills. Basically, uh, they caught up on time for the delays and stuff for the right. release. So Lori Strode and her granddaughter are, since the mother was killed, uh, or Lori Strode's daughter was killed in the, at the end of Halloween Kills, uh, spoiler alert as well. Uh, just in case. Yeah, just in case. Lori... Uh, Lori's living with her granddaughter. Everything's kind of be going good, is going well. The granddaughter's become a nurse. Well, Lori Strode is somewhat getting normal again. Right. Like, or living becoming, a normal yeah, life. Just kind of so live, living a normal life without, you know, living in a compound and, and in fear. Right. But knowing that some Michael Myers is still out there. Uh, you cut through a lot of bullshit. And basically, the Corey kid, uh, several years later, is, you know, a, a constantly. Town pariah. He's a town pariah, constantly bullied, you know, con- pushed to the edge. And on and one alter, altercation after going on a date with Laurie Strode's granddaughter, gets pulled pushed over a I guess a little bridge like an yeah. over almost an overpass, but it's but the bridge going over like some you know I don't even want to say a ravine. It's not even like that. It's yeah, it's a it's, creek it's, or or what could right. be a creek. Something old drainage vents, huge drainage vents. Anyways, he gets knocked out and dragged into this little cave thing. And this is where you find out where Michael Myers has been hiding for four years, just beaten and broken because he got pretty fucked up. Yeah. I mean, it's more fucked up than he ever has before. Right. Uh, physically speaking. But somehow he has survived and <sighs> living basically in the sewer. So long story short, he tries to kill Corey, looks him straight in the eyes. Corey looks him in the eyes. It's all very Hobbit to Hobbit, you know, at the end of Lord you of the Rings. You almost expect a kiss. Yeah, you almost expect a kiss or maybe, you know, some sort of delicate rubbing of the cheek. Something. And uh, you don't get that. What you assume happened is somehow evil transferred from Michael into Corey. Right. But also Michael somehow gets revived. When he kills. When he killed the the, home, the crazy homeless man that was down in there as well. He hasn't killed in so long, man. He stabbed him and he was just like, that is the shit. Yeah, it, it was like the ultimate. It, what a rush, you know, just to steal from another I bet you you he's got to have like a severely overdeveloped adrenal gland or something like that. And a a strong heart. It's got to be something. Those those two things right there for him to just, that's probably what it was. Just pure adrenaline. Then he's just like, oh, it fucking feels so good. It's been a while. It didn't make, it didn't make any really sense. So essentially the story is about this kid, Corey, after his altercation with Michael Myers, almost becoming a disciple uh, or uh, not a disciple, but his like like they're living vicariously through each other almost to a, at one point. Yeah, almost like he's taking over, right? And and then Corey begins to kill, and he gets to take out the bullies that bullied him, and so on and so forth. And obviously, he gets so deep into it, he he wants to become like Michael so bad. So this is where you're going to push through all through the film. A lot of kills that happen. They've been Corey, uh, and at one point, Corey goes to the cave because he desperately wants that mask. And he tackles and he fights Michael Myers. Right. This is this is the part where I was like, I kind of like it, but Michael Myers should have beaten your ass to a pulp. But then very you realize so, he's yeah. a very old man who has had every form of thing happen to him physically besides decapitation and severing of actual, like, full limbs. Yeah. Well, yeah, at this point, he's what? He's lost a couple fingers? couple of fingers, but I mean, he was beaten, stabbed, and shot so many times. Right, that, that Halloween kills. Yeah. yeah, he was so fucked up after that that once he got away, he had to hide away for four years. 
But either way, this Corey kid takes him down, drops him, takes his mask off of him, puts it on, and then goes, proceeds to like Michael Myers style kill all of these people. The, the issue with that was that the kills were weak. They were they were okay, they were but they were weak. Well, but then he then he feels like because to be with Laurie's granddaughter, he has to kill Laurie, which is what's bringing us to the end. And like, right, he has try, to get rid of her. This is their version be a of like a full circle type thing of he wants to be mm-hmm. Michael Myers or feels like he's taking over from Michael Myers. Right. So it's almost like it's fitting that you know the the main kill he has to do now is Laurie Strode for whatever reason. Yeah, is that exactly? So, so then you get to then you get closer to the end of the film where Corey is going after Laurie. And I'll give it to you. This is a badass moment. So Laurie Strode is, goes to sit at her desk where she writes and looks out the window, senses it. Oh yeah. You don't realize she senses it, but you're like, she's she's she senses somebody there and knows that feeling and knows to trust it. So she gets out like a pistol and she does all this stuff and when she feels whoever may be closer, which you don't know at this moment yet, yeah, she calls a suicide hotline or the cops and says she's going to kill herself um, because she thought she's lost her granddaughter, she's lost everything. <clears throat> and as Corey and the ho- and Michael Myers mask is right outside the door uh, listening, you see her uh, stand up, move out of frame, and pull the trigger, and you see what, what look like brains on the wall. Well, that well, shit happens when he. Corey ends up opening the door, walks straight in, and looks at Lori, and she's just like, she, you know, she says some smart ass well, comment. She pops. says, she says basically like, like something like, "Did you really think I would kill myself or something?" You know, right? And it was pretty badass. At and the then moment. she pops yeah. two in his chest. He falls over the banister all the way down to the floor, um, and then she basically has the upper hand. She, there's some dialogue that goes through. Lori Strode's da- uh, granddaughter uh, realizes something fucked up is happening. Um, or comes back to the house and finds that Corey has actually stabbed the knife into his own neck. And this is where it gets crazy. He kills himself right, to essentially fuck Lori Strode up, uh, fuck their family up. It doesn't exactly... The, the granddaughter comes in, sees it, blames her, runs away. Right. And then... Michael Myers comes. Well, because Laurie Strode doesn't want to, at this point, doesn't want to kill me. It's like, no, you need to get help. You need to do this. Yeah. And... So he picks up the knife and takes it takes right. it upon himself to go for the jugular. And right, you know? and so so Corey ends himself. End of movie. All right. Uh, no credits. Uh, no no um, no music playing. Just just end of end of that movie. Then comes Halloween Kills, or excuse me, Halloween Ends. And this is just about twenty minutes of not Michael Myers. Not even Michael twenty minutes <laughs> of Michael Myers. Coming into the house, picking up his mask, and then going after Laurie Strode. And Laurie Strode and him basically fucking having a melee style, throwing the everything but the kitchen sink because she can't yeah. lift it. Now, don't, even though we were spoilers, don't ruin the ending. Because at the very least, experience the ending for itself. I, I ask of that. Have you not, well, I mean, have you not seen it? Have, I did have, you lie to me? I have seen it. Did you it. finish the ending? Yes. Well, of course then, I have. Right. But I'm I'm saying, because also, my number one rule, first off, if you're going to properly shit on a movie, you have to watch it at least once. And even though we're giving away some spoilers on this, the v- very ending is really kind of the culmination of a bunch of shit. Yeah, I've seen it and twice. And people should experience that without hearing it. Well, then they should fucking watch the movie before listening well, to this. Well, I'm pretty sure most people have at this point that are going to watch it anyways. Right. Or care about it the way we do. I love you, but your argument's just falling apart on the mic. Fine, go. 
Go. All right. Go. So essentially they fight each other. Lori gets the upper hand to an extent with, with a knife. And she basically pins him down each hand onto the um, onto the island, the big wooden island. Oh, and then she like pulls down the refrigerator to pin his well, legs. Well, she first after she she takes a fucking frying pan and she hammers the knives deeper into oh, it. Oh yeah, yeah, make sure that they're actually because if he does rip his hands up, his hands really won't be used. He won't be able to use them for anything. Right. So they, she's got him there, and then. She takes, yeah, she throws the uh, refrigerator and then pins his fucking knee down. I mean, just crushes it. She's got his ass down. And then decides, uh, essentially, to slit his throat. Now, at this point, he still grabs her by the throat, and Lori's like, you know what, just fucking kill me. That's when her granddaughter comes back into the play, stops her from doing it, and then while he's bleeding out from his throat, proceed to... With his arm extended all the way out and nailed down, cut with a big butcher knife all along his vein, all the way down, bleeding him like a pit, fucking stuck pig. Oh yeah, absolutely. And and then uh, you know, and then you kind of watch him slowly go. And that's people could get pissed off about that, but if there's one way to kill something, you literally drain it of its lifeblood. Yeah, I mean that's that's really well. Or and, you cut and, its and fucking head and off. If we're, and if we're going this far because of part of the philosophy part, which you'll hear the, the dialogue and you'll go through it, is basically where Lori stands at this point, Miss Jamie Lee Curtis, the bomb-ass ultimate final girl. I will always love you. Always. Always love you, Jamie Lee. Uh, to where she, you know, in her infinite wisdom is like, no, we have to show the town that evil truly is dead. And so they literally have a procession to carry Michael Myers to the junkyard and you see his body ground to like not even chunks of meat, but like it was like he gets liquefied in that machine. It was like Spider-Man 2 style. Uh, after, if you've seen it, after he stops the train. Are you really comparing this to where Spider-Man no, no, gets no. carried out of the train? Come on. It's just it, literally the I mean, same scene. Okay. I mean... <laughs> As, now, my, now, one was very uplifting and cool. The other one is very badass and dark and... And somber. So, yeah, they take him over to this big metal shredding machine. You know, essentially, that's powerful enough to chop cars and car engines into, like, little nothing. And they shove his, and as Lori stands over there, they, they, she fucking kicks his body into it, stands over and just watches him, as you, like you said, basically get liquefied. Yeah. And, it, and he's not coming back and, from And that. this is not an H2O situation where the body gets switched with another person no, and he he's puts dead. the mask. It is him. It is, if, that the, the Halloween franchise is, is finished, as in making movies. Some people are going to argue based on this movie that it is finished, that they never should have made this movie. <sighs> now, I, I don't hate it. I don't. I thought I don't about it a lot. I hate it. I actually like it, but I I could could just watch the last 20 minutes and, and be like, right. okay. Well, people like, and, and here's the argument where, and, and this isn't even in agreement with you. Uh, for a lot of this stuff. I mean, trust me, there's a lot of where I'm just like, really, you went, this is the route you wanted to take? But it's a movie. Some people have compared it to Halloween 2 for Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. Oh, come on. No, and I'm just Get like, the no, fuck no. out of town. No, I, that movie is garbage. Whoever said but, that is, I don't, uh, they're on something really strong. Um, You should talk to some of our fellow GUI people then. 
Go go back through the oh, message thing. Oh, I'm going thing. to yell at them. Go back through the message thing. Yeah. I love you. I message. love you all, but no. Anyways, my point being... I remember now. Yes. Remember, mm, remember. Don't ever compare the, it to this Rob Zombie fucking yet. pieces of garbage. And I love Rob Zombie from a musical perspective. But please, just stop. And I still like a few of his movies. I just don't. I like a couple, but that's it. Yeah. The whole couple of the horror movies are fine. But see, now now I'm thinking, am I losing my train of thought? What was I about to say? Shit. What, with Rob Zombie? No, my original thought process on the movie. Old motherfucker. uh, Old motherfucker is right. God damn it. See, this is what happens when we get on the old man tangent. And we just. Well, you were saying it was a lot like uh, Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. Although I'm not No, familiar. no, I didn't say that. It was said to be oh, it was oh, said to you. What um another the big comparison was gonna be a lot of people were comparing it to also the original Halloween, the seventy eight or seventy seven, excuse me. To where they, they were like I, I guess people had a gripe that like well Michael Myers was hardly in the movie, like for Halloween ends. And so people went back and did a timestamp. He's in it for about the same amount of time as the original Halloween movie. Yeah, he's just not active. Right. He's not killing. Right. Or if he is, it's because Corey fed him some guy. I, I'm not really not sure why they did that. Yeah, like, that's still like part of the weird part. But my whole thing is, is don't ever compare a villain or a antagonist to a, how much time they're in the movie, especially for one that he is not supposed to be at the forefront anyways. He is supposed to be in the shadows, regardless of... The original or this last one. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, and, and to me, I'm just like, okay. Look, I was fine with him not being in it so much, as long as the story was centered around him and around Lori, which it was. It, it was not even necessarily centered around the victims. It was centered around the town turning on Lori Strode and coming up with these crazy-ass conspiracy theories like, he's I, this or he's that, or you were just picking on like a, you know, mentally challenged, like, what the fuck are you talking about? I really feel like that the impression that was supposed to be given, but then instead we got the twi- the, the actual Halloween we wanted at the end. I think what it was supposed to be was a ha-ha, we fooled you thing of are we going to have a legacy Michael Myers of like this kid Corey or somebody else that's going to become right. a killer like they that's were going to be like, they, like my, Like they Michael did Myers, in Curse you know? of Michael Myers with um, with Daniel Harris. Was that Curse of Michael Myers? Was that yeah, five? Yeah, oh yeah, the actual Curse. No, that was four and five. It, it four and five, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what they were uh, go- like, kind of going into the direction of in those like, like it movies. Like it wasn't that weird cult that they created yeah, for It was it, the transfer it, of evil. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was almost like an unseen entity that, you know, it just possessed Michael Myers and he, and he just went and he killed his sister. And that was it. And it laid inside of him for a long time and then supposedly trans... And it, and listen, if they were going to go for that in this new one, Corey dying would have taken care of that. But it didn't. Yeah. It wasn't necessarily, it, it wasn't like a transference, more as of a infection. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And, and, and that's a better way to approach it. Evil virus. Yeah, basically. And, and it's not like, what well, it's just not a black goop. Like, a lot of movies use it as... You know, right, as a very visual supernaturalist effect. or sort of thing. Right, right, right. It, it's It's a very, like unspoken unvisual thing but something is happening on the screen you know black blood right oh jesus all that weird shit but yeah i mean i always say at least give it a watch i didn't hate it like i thought i was going to after you know after hearing reviews early reviews yeah. yeah um 
I I just it, it was a very offhanded approach for the that franchise and well, listen, it, it, you it, have a franchise it still, that it still ended appropriately. Uh, I, I I believe I love the ending, and that's that's where I'm like I'm in such conflict in my my head about yeah. it because I like the movie that they were telling up until the point Corey died. And then I love the Halloween movie that I was supposed to be right. watching. Well, because because the real gripping part of it, as to talk more positive about it, was even though Michael Myers wasn't around or doing anything, this whole town was still in shambles. Yeah. Just just the mental state of so many but people. But you, you know what it was felt like I was watching? Uh, was almost like a spinoff of of the cause of the effect of his actions in that town, how it reverberated into right. people's thoughts. Like, like the movie just should have been called right. Haddonfield or right. something. Right, and that's what it felt you like. Know? Like if it had been that, I, and, and I could put myself in that mind frame before I got there, then I would have gotten what I expected and it would have been really good. Right. Uh, and that's kind of where they were, I feel like they were leaning like, oh, we're going to open up a little universe with this. But maybe they weren't. It just seemed that way from the way that they executed it. Yeah, uh, and then then you get then you get to the Halloween movie at the end, and I I loved it. I loved that yeah. part. I love. I really enjoyed it for parts that it was trying to be. Um, I got really annoyed at others. The kills were kind of weak yeah. until you get to um, like towards the end of the movie, and then right, they're okay. Right. Some of the kills are okay, but the fight scene between him and Laurie Strode's fucking a plus plus on my that was that's true. Two thumbs up, absolutely. So I guess we we may have to. Like we mentioned, maybe we should have that special episode for, with uh, Lowdown and uh, F.U. Hunter for, from from the Mouths of Madness about debating the Halloween Ends movie. Now, now, do you show your kids this movie? No, 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 no. We, we, we. I'm yeah. still trying to get them to watch the original Halloween too. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, just because that's a little bit more on par, which because they've seen the original Halloween. Are we staring so, off towards the end of our episode here? Do we go on a huge rant? Oh, we went on a huge rant. Um, I was I was going to ask the quick question though, and all the times we've talked about Halloween and different things like this, where the fuck have Michael Myers' parents been? Because uh, you never hear about them after the after the opening scene from the original movie. Well, their son's pure evil, and uh, their daughter's dead. They probably don't want to fucking stay in that town. They probably they probably live somewhere in fucking Florida, getting drunk every day. And so, you I mean, know, fair answer. And not giving a shit like, about like, the world. Like I'm not expecting yeah. some big, huge like. Listen, if I if I'm them, I stopped giving a shit about the world a long time ago. True. Once we, my we, daughter is we, murdered by my only son, who is now pure fucking evil, I, I don't care. Yeah. Or you die. You've died. They they lasted a few years and then they died of you know maybe the bro- broken hearts. It, it was just one of those curious things because of the way everything was supposed to be coming full circle. I almost expected some offhanded comments about it. Yeah, it, but it, but it got me thinking of just like we don't need to know. So that's what. But, you but I was just curious. That's, see, that's where your Haddonfield uh, series would come into play. Yeah, like you could what, get all those stories. True. Very, very true. You wouldn't but, have Michael Myers killing well, you, though, you, so it wouldn't be could, very well, gripping that way. And, and honestly, we could have a better story about like Tommy and a couple other people, like because as much, again, as much as I love Anthony mm. Michael Hall, he did not play a great. You Tommy. know what? You know, it'd be kind of a cool concept, hmm. a World War Z style, and I'm talking about the book, not the movie. So right. if you haven't read the read the book, the book of World War Z, unlike the movie, is done in interview style. It is about after the after the zombie apocalypse has basically been under control. Right. They start about, you know, the day the dead start coming back and, and henceforth, 
they they interview these survivors and they're telling their stories. Yeah. Now that would be a cool spinoff of certain survivors. Uh, essentially, just call, it, just call it Haddonfield. Right, and but it would be certain yeah. survivors on that night that of murders that weren't talked about or whatever the case is that they you know, and this is their. Uh, this is their uh, eyewitness report of 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 Michael Myers and his killing. And you could, you know, thirty minute episodes of just like yeah, interview mean, style. Well, and that was part of what I liked called about Haddon, Hall- the Haddonfield stories or Haddonfield uh, uh, murders, Haddonfield experiences, whatever you want to sure. call it. But that, that's part that that was part of the extra charm for Halloween Kills is because they gave mm. like those those flashback scenes and stuff like that that were really awesome to help like help fulfill this story and i think that's part of where we feel cheated with halloween ends where it's just like oh halloween kills was such a strong movie and now we've got this but (laughs) regardless we we've carried on uh you know we're we we have taken up quite a decent amount of time uh for everything it's it's kind of like what butcher you know would say uh to his son of just don't be a cunt oh Uh, you're oh uh are you memeing me right now? Uh, there have been a pretty funny meme about that where uh, that one's a little bit harder. It's it's basically well, if if you saw the boy, the latest boys season, you know, and it's a joke about, um, of course, uh, why did his name just escape me? The character's name because you're trying to tell people, yeah, Are you trying to tell it because in a I large format, yeah. But basically, um, what the fuck is his name? God damn it! From the boys, from the boys, which one? Butcher. Oh, Butcher. Where Butcher, it's a yeah, joke about Butcher, Butcher. Telling, telling his, uh, or, well, it's uh, not his son, but the, but the kid would be basically like, what if I always told you, like, don't be a cunt? And the meme is is uh, Michael Scott from The Office giving his, like, big crying <laughs> smile, you know, where it's just like, eh, it may yeah. not be the best parenting, but I can see what you're coming from. You know, from, I've been man, getting you know? sucked into those parenting memes. Uh, and just to, and I, I look at how like uh, some of them are funny, some are just wrong, depending on which site you look at, you know. And some of them are like, "Would be inspirational," and this is how you need to be as a parent now. And you can tell it's written by someone who's like twenty two and has a kid, you yeah. Know? But but their kid is not even a year old yet, so it, right. it still lays there and just poops in the diaper. You I mean, know? some yeah. of them are fucked up. I mean, if you have a really dark sense, like this one right here is just a mom holding a swear jar in front of her kid. Obviously, it's like kid's got to be a toddler. Or maybe like four or five. Yeah. And, you know, her eyes are kind of, she looks drunk and just says, hey, Tommy, if you prepay the swear jar $10 right now, you can just swear all you want. And at the bottom, the kid's just like, I get to talk like a sailor because mom drinks like one. I'm like, it's fucked up. Well, I mean, if you want to go on bad habits, of course, there's there's a one scene. Now now we're going to start comparenting. There you go. See see what we did there? Yeah. Where another like because again we were talking memes earlier, and there's another great one where where a dad is with this a little kid you can't really tell the age, but but he, the dad is basically sitting there going you're gonna sit there and smoke all these cigarettes until you've learned your lesson and he goes but dad I've never smoked before and it's just saying at the bottom dad eventually learned that you can't just teach someone to be cool yes <laughs> you know where I'm like oh. Now here's like, some, here's but, some like, of the worst like, like it like an early '80s parent right could, I could totally <laughs> see something like that happening for sure you know this is one of, uh, I have one about parent like certain parenting lessons right and there's tons of them out there and there's some that's so fucked up and I've seen this it was like a TikTok video or something like that and the dad's like the kid is trying to 
is standing on a ladder and the dad's like, come on, son, come on, fall back. You know, it's like a fall, a trust fall. Yeah. You know, it's okay, son, you can trust me. And as he falls back, the dad, the, the dad turns around real quick and he fucking looks at the camera. He says, rule number one, never trust anybody. And the kid's fucking falling on his back. And I'm like, that is not only, that's <laughs> not only, that's like one of the worst lessons you could teach him. You probably gave him brain damage. Sure. So yeah. from a parenting lesson, it's, it's funny. Don't do that. Okay. Yeah, it's one of those things where well, it's it's even like well, I don't know. This one may be pretty similar. I, I did find another one where um, it says at, at the top when the baby won't stop crying, so you make the TV louder, mm-hmm. and it's that Will, Willem Dafoe meme from uh, Spider Man, <laughs> yeah. and it's just saying, you know, I'm I'm something of a parent myself, which I think there have been times where whether on purpose or not, I think we've all kind of done that one. Oh, I'm sure. Where we just didn't think about it going like, what's the noise in the background? Because not to say that my child, like, I knew if Jennifer had, like, say, one of the boys back in the bedroom, I definitely sat there and was like, I'm going to bump up the volume a few notches just to, you know, I'm I'm not in the process of caretaking right now, so I'm going to do this. All right, here's so, a good one. Maybe we can, uh, I'm not sure how much time we have. We'll, 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 make, we'll make this one the last one okay. for the evening. Okay. So, so parenting. The comparenting. This is good. This, this is, is great. Good. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to meme you on this one. All right. So I want you, everyone out there to just picture this. There's a family standing over a bridge, sort of an overlook looking out, you know, into like a pretty scenery, right? You have the mom. You've got two boys standing on their own. You got the dad holding the stroller with the toddler or the baby in it, right? So in order to get the best view... He's holding the toddler's uh, stroller where both of the wheels, where half of the wheels are on one side and half on the wheels on the other. Oh, no. Right. And it just says parenting. You're doing it wrong. And it's just like, I've actually, now that's extreme, but there are a thousand times a day if I go out, I see shit like that. And, and I think like, to myself, yeah. from as a parent to parent, I'm like, you're doing it wrong. Like, it's judgmental as fuck, so I don't say it out loud. It's in my head. Right. But I'm be- just be- like, Because at the same time, it's it's like, again, like another meme we were talking about where it's like everybody knows that look of just like that other, like, person. You don't even know if they're a parent or not, but they're telling you how to be a parent to your kid. And you're just like, that little side-eyed, like, really, motherfucker? Really? But, yeah, yeah, there's plenty of times where I've thought in my head of like, dude, that is so wrong. You're not doing it wrong. Like... Hopefully your kids grow up and just go away from you. You know, <laughs> you know it's bad. You know, these well, memes I, are like. I'll tell you, from one geek dad to another, you know, I love, I, I get some, sometimes I watch movies, I get a good inspiration. So I'll end it off with this. This goes, this is the opposite of never trust anyone. Okay, good, good. Uh, you know, where people are used car salesmen. It's not that you can't, you, you shouldn't trust them. You should trust them. You just can't expect a guarantee. You know, you Fair. can't expect a warranty. You trust them. And you open yourself, and if shit goes wrong, it goes wrong. Uh, but don't think that everybody's going to do that. And that's what I, I it's hard to, you know, teach your preteen that. Uh, yeah. They get, because they, everything they feel so much harder. Oh, sure. Um, but I would say out there that, you know, it gets easier. Just Actually, wait it out. You want to know where you can get a guarantee, though? Where? If you go to gypodcast.com and click on the link to Tee Public, and you find all of our great merchandise. I got the hair in the back of my. That Next I get. stand up a little bit. That was yeah, good. That was that was smooth. Brought it, brought yeah, it out, man. You, brought you, it out. You can't see his smirk with that Jebediah beard he's That's rocking right. right now. You know it. Yeah, but hard hey, building motherfucker. Hey, but get get on it now because even though by the time you hear this, the Halloween season will be over. Hobbit did say that he was going to keep all the great Halloween designs up, probably through even Christmas, mm-hmm. along with 
uh, the Christmas designs that will be available within the next month. So, guys, uh, as you can tell, we are wrapping up here. But for real, uh, check out all the old episodes, uh, GUIPodcast.com, or anywhere where you catch all the episodes, Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, all the great stuff. And we do encourage go see our friends at T-Public. Grab that merch. Grab that fun. Uh, grab it hard. Grab it so hard. Um, fingers crossed we will be doing more cons coming up. I know there's another Richmond um, VA Comic Con coming up. Uh, there is still the potential for Galaxy Con coming up, but we still got to, unfortunately, we had to mishap this last year, so we got to figure all that out. Oh, we got a lot of time till all that. We got time, but, but guys, put it, start putting in the schedule because you know, as soon as Halloween time is over, we have the Thanksgiving, the Christmas time and everything. And then, you know, we hit convention season. We have it at Thanksgiving. We have it at Christmas time. Calm down. Italian. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm, I'm getting there. I know you're. You're even raise that little hand there. You know, well, and I'll tell you what. Until then, put us in your ear holes, down your canals, and into your brain. That's right. We'll we'll help fill the void wherever possible to take the time and yes, we will fill that void. Fill that. That's what she said. No, no. Oh yes, you know, you know that that I love my Michael Scott. That's what they said. That's what they said. Fair enough. I'll take it. That's, that's right. what they said. That's what they, I like. That. <laughs> all that's, right. That's where we'll sign it off. But, guys, thank you very much. Check out all the old episodes. Check out the merch. Guys, we love you. Of course, check out all of our fellow GUI uh, family, GUIpodcast.com. Just don't forget to join us or cry. Coming straight from the mouths of madness, I'm Lowdown. I'm F.U. Hunter. Do you love horror? We fucking do. So this is a podcast dedicated to all things in cinematic horror. We're talking movies, television, composers, special effects artists. We're going to fucking cover it. So if you love horror, embrace the madness. GUIpodcast.com. <laughs>